welcome to Try Not. I'm Mia. And I'm Leah. And today we're going to be talking about neurofeedback. Okay, I think you should start on this one. It's, it's quite heavy on the science and, and I think goes over my head quite a bit. So uh... I don't think it goes over your head. I just think that one thing we've definitely learned in researching this is that there's not actually a lot of solid information and people tend to kind of... Um, People tend to just describe it as this wonderful experience without actually explaining how it works. So what we can say is neurofeedback is a way to train your brain activity, or that is the claim. It basically looks at your brain waves, which are electrical impulses. You can use these brain waves to see a great deal about how you feel and how you function. So that could be through your stress levels, through your mood or your habits. And essentially what neurofeedback looks to do is By using sensors which are attached to your ears and scalp, they measure and monitor your brain waves, your brain activity, and then they can map that to look at specific parts of your brain and to see how they are functioning. So that is a lot of science and info. Why are we looking at this? So we discovered when we were doing our flotation that the same centre offered this neuro-optimal feedback process. And we thought, why not try not? Yeah, exactly. So um, I'd never heard of it at all. No, me neither. We were given a leaflet at the um, centre on neurooptimal advanced brain training systems by Zengar. And I think neurooptimal is actually their, their brand, the brand or their trademark. Yeah. The leaflet is just hilarious on the basis that I read it three times, it doesn't actually tell you anything. So read what is neurooptimal, just as a... Neurooptimal is considered by many to be the most highly evolved form of neurofeedback available today. After more than 40 years in the neuroscience field and related disciplines, Dr. Valdian Brown and Dr. Susan Cheshire Brown, Zengar Institute founders, have developed a safe, effective system that gives feedback directly to your brain, allowing it to regulate itself more efficiently. What they claim is that during a neurofeedback session, they actually compare what your brain is doing to what you'd like it to be doing. And when your brain is actually closer to that desirable state, you are rewarded with positive response. And I've looked online and found that this can be through various different forms. So sometimes it's through images, sometimes it's through sound, sometimes it's through playing uh, a game. So in fact, what it says here on the same leaflet, what happens in a brain training session is that you wear two tiny sensors on your head and ear clips, as you mentioned. You sit in a comfortable chair and listen to music while watching a never repeating fractal image or movie. Through tiny pauses in music, neurooptimal, the system itself, is communicating with the brain, letting it know what it has just done. These interruptions give the opportunity to the brain to self-correct into a more natural, relaxed and effective pattern. So it's a 33-minute session whereby you'll feel refreshed, relaxed and in a higher state of mental alertness and flow. The claim is that like physical exercise and the way that that would develop specific muscles for that specific task, the more you exercise your brain, the more efficient it becomes at reaching that optimal position. So are and we talking here kind of like, you know, the, the Nintendo DS brain training and, you know, the apps that you have on your phone, like Peak and those kind of things. Is, are you saying that they're comparable, that, that this is the same sort of thing? I don't say that 
I'm saying that they're comparable. <laughs> but essentially, yeah, they're all designed to train your brain in a certain way. So the difference being, that I think, when you're using an app like Peak or something, you're doing these little puzzles that make you better in various different fields. So I think they have some for emotional like EQ, they have some for um, responses. I might just pull them up, actually. Some are sort of like spatial awareness or neuro, whatever, your your numeracy skills and verbal skills and those kind of things. So, yeah, exactly. They have a spelling one. They have one where it's math. Yeah. Yeah. So there are lots of those different things. So I guess that's looking at one particular area, whereas this is claiming that your overall brain can be trained to be more optimal through a sort of, I guess it's operant conditioning. So this idea that you are either reinforcing like the correct behaviour or you are punishing uh, bad behaviour. And that would be from the break in whatever it is that you're doing, the break in the music, the break in the image or the break in this, the, the playing of the game. So how does uh, the system then know what is good brain behaviour that it's reinforcing or bad brain behavior that it's looking to punish and are you saying that the breaks in the music are the punishment yeah the break in in the whatever they're giving you is the punishment because one example that i found of this working was they were working with a particular individual so they actually used her favorite movie for the feedback in her training session so during her session she was actually shown the movie in in real time And as her brain moved towards a calmer state, the movie would play so she could watch it. So it was a positive signal letting her brain know, yep, you're doing a good job. So that's the kind of positive reinforcement. If she became agitated or she was becoming anxious and that was picked up on on the the brain waves from the, the monitoring of her brain, they would stop the movie or stop the sound. So that was the way of indicating that she was moving in a negative direction and therefore that was the punishment. So they use that stimulus, whatever that is. So do you think that's basically she's watching her favourite film and then her mind wanders to her stressful job um, and therefore she's not, she's no longer watching the movie. She's getting anxious about her stressful job. So when the movie stops, it forces her brain then to be like, stop thinking about the thing that's causing anxiety and go back to emptying your mind of everything and focusing on just enjoying a movie that you enjoy. So you said there is her mind wanders and I think this is the distinction that when I've been researching it that they keep making which is there is a difference between your mind and your brain so it's fair to say that we can control our minds we can do all sorts of different things to calm us down or chill us out so meditation yoga swimming exercise whatever it is even though it's just like spending half an hour quietly sat in a room rocking you can quiet your mind but actually you have no control over how your brain works. So, yeah, I mean, whether or not you argue there's a connection, I, I, I would argue probably that there is a connection, but I think the point is that the individual in this case study has no way of controlling her brain. So what, that's probably why they're saying you need neurofeedback, because actually you can't control and you don't know what your brain is doing, you know what your mind is doing. So I think that's kind of the point. But it's very, very difficult to... I've watched a lot of videos. And in the videos, you can see people who've suffered from ADHD, PTSD, all of these things, um, have said that this has been really effective. But it's really difficult because to understand, to try and understand how it works, you have to sort of understand all the science behind it. And I think that's 
a bit of a head fuck, if I'm honest. I feel like, you know, my brain is a bit... I mean, I know, so you've done the research and, and sort of, you know, I could have done some myself, but I haven't. I've relied on yours. But I call bullshit on this. And I know that, that you've not been able to find any sort of real strong criticism to it. But I don't really understand how listening to some music is going to help calm my brain waves rather than just my mind. So don't think it's trying to calm them. I think it's trying to correct them. I think it's trying to teach you right now your brain is not doing what is desired of it. So we're going to punish it. Or right now your brain is doing the right thing. It's it's actually, let's say it's within normal levels. Because I think a lot of this is to do with chemicals or different levels within your brain again this is from not from the leaflet that they helpfully provide this this is from a youtube video where there was a guy who was actually explaining it quite a lot better than we are but is he a neurofeedback practitioner he is is that maybe why he's explaining it yes he is he is and but i understand why you call bullshit on it because it's very difficult to understand from the outset and also it's something that so few people have good enough understanding of you could just tell people anything yeah i mean it's not it's not something that you can very easily validate and you said there's not a lot of criticism of it i'd say there's not a lot of negative commentary about it so no one has said i had neurofeedback and my brain is fucked or i had neurofeedback and i can't walk or no one's saying it's ruined them but scientifically speaking it hasn't been accepted Um, It's not something that is offered as a medical treatment, at least not here in the UK. And there are a lot of comments around the fact that it's almost impossible to do a study, a double blind study, to actually validate the practice. And in fact, I found so much information saying that there has been placebo groups who actually reported exactly the same. Oh, no, sorry. There have been placebo groups that reported that they felt better and they weren't even being given the treatment. Yeah. They were just being, they were just listening to music. And I've got, that is one of my biggest things. I don't know about you, but what did we learn from flotation? Like I felt fucking amazing because I didn't have my phone with me for an hour. (laughs) So if you put me in a room and play me some music or make me watch a video that I love, I'm probably going to be pretty chilled out at the end of it. I'm not going to come out going, fuck me, I'm really stressed. And not only that, also, actually, if you're doing various sessions of this and you're having to watch what is your favourite movie, but having to watch it every week, Mm. it would soon become not my favourite movie. Oh, shut up. I'm deadly serious. God, even my favourite movie, I don't think I could watch it. I went through a period where I watched Sound of Music like once a week, minimum. And I always tried to fall asleep before the intermission so I didn't have to deal with the Nazis because it gets dark in the second <laughs> half. <laughs> what is your favourite movie? Um, what is my favourite movie? <laughs> is it embarrassing? Actually, no, I don't know. The only movie I can think right now, and this is only through conversations that we've had between you, me and Ellie, is Aristocats. And I don't think Aristocats is my favourite movie, but it is the only film I can think of right now that is making me really happy that I would probably watch right now and feel happier for watching it. Wow. It's not my favourite movie, but it's the only movie I can think of that I want to see in the here and now that's going to make me happy. Okay, cool. I mean, for me, it's The Sound of Music. I could watch that film, like... I could watch that film every day. I know it, like, pretty much were perfect. Sound of Music's up there with my favourite, uh, as is... I mean, those kind of classics. My Fair Lady, Mary Poppins... Singing in the Rain? I've never seen it. Oh my God, Singing in the Rain is amazing! Yeah, no, I've never... Oh, it's wonderful. Um, 
but are they my favourite? I really enjoy them. I've got lots of fond, fond childhood memories of watching them. Yeah. What is my favourite movie? I don't know, actually. Okay, well, hopefully they won't make us bring our favourite movies. But I think if I was forced to, as a form of therapy, watch whatever my favourite movie is over and over, it would soon become quite an unpleasant. So have they asked us to prepare anything for this? Because actually, whilst I did the research, you did the booking. So have we been asked to prepare anything? Do we have to bring a movie or...? No, no. All I have is a, a confirmation of the booking. There's no... Okay. There's no information whatsoever. Um, it's show up at the centre and it will take an hour. Although actually having read the leaflet and it's saying 33 minutes for the thing, I'm not sure what takes an hour. But maybe, you know, to, to stick these things to your ear, you know, the clips. Well, and map your brain. I mean, I hope that there's going to be some brain mapping. Map attack. So, <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to know also what what our practitioner's sort of background is. Is it in neuroscience or...? I don't think we've got any information, actually. Well, I don't actually think you have to be a scientist to perform this. Right. Which is fucking weird, because actually, when you talk about the brain, and you think about brain surgeons, you're like, it's... I mean, this is absolutely very important to say this. So it's completely non-invasive, so there's no... Nobody is putting anything in your brain. They're just placing sensors onto your head and ears to take readings, to take your brainwave readings. Isn't it quite incredible? I mean... (laughs) <laughs> you're gonna laugh at me that like you can stick a little sensor on the outside of your head and get that level of information yeah but can you i mean this is i guess this is my well, point. I think, well that's it so so okay we don't think our trainer is a neuro specialist and she is going to map our brain waves and tell us what they're saying when she's not a neuro specialist it's very difficult to validate this and i do appreciate that probably i come across a bit sort of sceptical, but at the same time, I can't run down to the co-op and say, hey, could you just print me off a little map of my brain? You can't do that. So if she tells me, oh, this is your brain, I have to either take it for... I'll tell you what it's like for me. So have you ever had a photograph taken of your aura? Sorry. (laughs) I'm sorry, what? Yeah. So you can have a photograph taken of your aura. Oh, really? Can you? Yeah. How? What happens is they take a essentially a polaroid picture your hands are on some magnetic plates and essentially they take a polaroid and when they develop it you can see this the color around you have you had this done yes i have had it done and what what color was it Uh, very predominantly yellow um, and quite a lot of green on the sides is it not just that somebody while they were developing the polaroid like interrupted the developing of the polaroid i think probably it's more likely that the electric current that is going through you from this device that you put your hands on is somehow like polarizing the air that could be bullshit because i don't know anything about it but i i genuinely had this done i took the picture i was interested but i wasn't believing it and I was like, right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to find another place that takes pictures of auras. I'm going to go there. And I'm going to see if it's the fucking same. But I couldn't find another place that did it. So, I mean, that's... Does your aura change on a daily basis, do you think? I don't think it changes on a daily basis. I mean, I don't even know if I believe in auras. But uh, what they were telling me is, over time, it does change. But if you've got, like, a very negative aura... That's not something that changes with your mood. That is what you're putting out. That is the energy that you're putting out. So I could, in a day, if I could find four places that allowed me to photograph my aura, we should do it. Well, there the we go. There, well, there you go. We'll yeah, do let's it. Let's do it. But 
this is the same thing. How do I validate this? How do I ha have hold of this? The answer is you don't. You have to trust in it. This is this is pseudoscience for me because it's not scientifically proven, but it's using a scientific method. It's saying, hey, we're going to look at the brain waves through these sensors that we're placing on your head. We're going to project that on a screen and then we're going to tell you something about your brain. And I don't know enough about it to argue. I just don't know that without going to a medical practitioner, I actually believe that somebody is able to map my brain and tell me what it's saying. Yeah, but I agree with you 100%. I think you're right. I'm not sure I completely agree with a medical practitioner. They can map my brain, but, you know. So this is probably, of all the experiences we've done the one that I am the most sceptical about in terms of what we may get out of it and how we may feel. And I mean, they, they also do say that you need a course of six to 10 or whatever, you know, with any kind of alternative therapy, whatever it is, they always say that you need more than just one and just one's not going to do anything. So, you know, granted, it may be that I genuinely feel nothing from doing one and, and therefore it's just something we've tried and, and that's the end of it. But... You could have a Kim breakthrough. I mean, look at me. I was like, bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And then I was like, fuck me. This could actually be legit. What, to the kinesiology? Yeah. So this could be your kinesiology. Okay. I mean, I'm open to that. I'm open to that. Look, with hypnotherapy, that was also, you know, she told me I needed six to eight sessions to get over my my seedling of, of a an issue that I gave her that I probably have a lot of issues with, but didn't give her like the full on details of. And who knows if that, you know, one's never going to know if that actually worked or not, because so many other changes were happening at, yeah. in my life at the time of me doing that hypno session. Which didn't fucking do anything for me. The <laughs> she actually forced you to do a hormone test that told you you have no problems with your hormones. So yeah. So, you know, who, who knows, but this is, not something that I've ever come across before. Probably not something that I'm bothered if I ever come across again. But, you know, try not. I'm willing to try it. Yeah, indeed. Try not. Wish us luck. Hello, it's Mia from the future. I just wanted to remind you that if you're enjoying listening to Try Not The Pod, we would really love for you to rate, review and subscribe wherever it is that you get your episode downloads from. And don't forget, you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Try Not The Pod. And you can send us an email with any suggestions of things that you'd like us to try at trynotthepod at gmail.com. So welcome back. We have now done our neurofeedback session. I went first, you went second. I still think it was utter fucking bullshit, if I'm <laughs> honest. There was nothing about the experience I enjoyed apart from my 30 minute nap. Yeah, so you napped for the whole time. You, this is, we haven't really discussed it. But you did tell me on the way back that you were asleep the whole time. I don't know why I'm surprised, because you have essentially fallen asleep in so many things that we've done. <laughs> oh God, it's true. We've been to the theatre, you fell asleep <laughs> twice. Once in the first half, I then explained the entire plot of the play to you, and then you went, oh, okay, great. And then you fell asleep in the second half, and I was like, oh my God. And it was I was like, really tired that day. It was a really good play. I think I saw you the week after I got back from a long-haul holiday. Wasn't it the week I got back from Thailand? So it was probably like jet lag, plus I was at work that week. No excuse? No excuse, no. Okay. You um, picked the play as well. Just I did, to... I know. I'm really gutted that I didn't see it. And when we, when we did the flotation tank experience, you slept through that as well. But I thought that was the point. Okay. <laughs> so I'm not entirely sure 
I'm not entirely sure how you've slept, to be honest. So you go in and you lie down. So it's, it's a bit like a spa room in that there's, you know, one of those, um, what are they called? Like spa aesthetic table. tables. Yeah. yeah. So there's a spa table. There are some candles up in the corner or at least flickery fake candle lights, but it gives you that flickery candle effect. The lights are on dim. She plugs in these sensors, you know, there's two stuck to Vaseline in your hair and two on your clipped onto your ears, uh, which I can still feel the goo, goo for on the other ear. I forgot to check earlier, well, just in case. Well, uh, well it's really disgusting. Yeah, it's really gross. So you've got these sensory things stuck to your head and your ears and you're lying down on this table and then you put earphones in that have soft music. Okay, but I had a problem with the earphones. So let's back up a little bit. Okay. So they were in the ear earphones. Yeah, they are, yeah, I love those. Right, they do not stay in my ears. So my But you're lying sedentary. Why do they not <laughs> sedentary? It doesn't make any difference. If I put them in my ears, they just pop out. They won't like I don't know, my ear canals are just like really they rebel against them. <laughs> Plus I don't know how hygienic that is. Yeah, actually, I don't think about that. Did you? You didn't check if I cleaned my ears before it then went into yours. I cleaned yours. my ears yesterday, so I actually knew. I cleaned mine at the gym this morning, so actually, you were lucky. So we've both got very clean ears. Yeah, that's what we've learned. We also we have done an ear cleaning, tried out an ear cleaning thing together. Oh, yeah, God, the and oh. we generally had very clean ears then as well. Yeah, we put that on the Patreon. Actually, that's the the hoppy ear candle experience. Yeah. Oh my fucking god, what a lot um, that was. But let's call bullshit from from the beginning. Then. So wait, wait, the sleeping thing, yeah. So you put these things in yeah. with some lovely music that, you know, the smells of a spa, the flickery candle lights and some music in your ear. What else are you going to do? <laughs> but to be honest, I've never fallen asleep in a spa. Oh, I have. Give me a massage, I'll fall asleep. Anything. Even a sports massage that's like really fucking painful. I can sleep through that. That's mental. I just like It sleep. was like a spa. I will give you that. I When I lay there, I was like, oh God, please come and give me a facial. I really, the smell and, yeah. I, and the blanket. Yeah, there's a blanket over you yeah. as well. Yeah, it was very... That was quite snug. But I didn't sleep at all. But they did say in their own leaflet that you will be sat in a comfortable chair. There was no comfortable chair. We were lying down. Okay. They also said that you will be listening to music... While watching a never-repeating fractal image or movie. No, there was no... There was... In fact, I remember when I when I first lay down on the, on the bed thing, I looked up at the... Um, at the ceiling. ceiling to see if there was a projector to watch this movie on. <laughs> That's hilarious. I was just staring at that green light in the corner. And like, that kind of, yeah, gave me the heaps. But Where anyway. was the green light in the corner? The candle ones? There. No, off to the left in the ceiling. There was like a green light. It was quite bright. But yeah, yeah. so I actually Googled, do you remember? We didn't. I don't think we talked about this in the pre, but I Googled what, a never-repeating fractal, fractal image Yes, was. you did, yes. And they're bloody brilliant things. Well, they're great. So then I was like, well, if she's not going to show me the movie, maybe I should picture what it was that we looked on the YouTube. <laughs> really? So I had my eyes closed and was trying to picture a never-repeating never fractal image. And then that's what sent me to sleep, maybe. Wow. I don't know. Well, there we are. Me. Maybe you've just found the perfect cure for insomnia. Just imagining <laughs> YouTube movies with never-repeating fractal images. <laughs> So, okay, so yeah, we just had the sound. So, I did not sleep at all. I, I did. Yeah. I was very relaxed, very sleepy. I then woke up when she woke me up because she was pulling the earphones out of my ears. And then she said, my computer might run out of battery, so will you go and get your friend 
to come in quickly and I'll show you all of the imaging and explain everything afterwards. She so actually, my experience was very much like, come in, do the jobby, get out and get your <laughs> friend in. She was very much, um, so in the waiting room she was like, look, the battery's not going to last, I forgot the charger, so Mia can have 15 minutes, you can have 15 minutes and I'll give you both a free session next time. Oh, she never said that to me. So it was only 15 minutes I slept. No, no, no. In the end, she came back and she was like, it's okay, we're going to get through the 30 minutes. No free sessions. Like, just crack on. Ah. So you've got your 33 minutes. Of sleep. Good. Yeah. So I didn't sleep and I actually found it quite relaxing. Like, I, again, I don't know what the fuck is wrong with me, but 33 minutes, I, was, I counted for one minute probably about 20 minutes in because I was like I've been here for two hours like they've gone home they have left me like and it felt like I was counting forever I mean it felt like that for me when you were in there because I was (laughs) conversation with her about this therapy that I came out of thinking it was utter bullshit and her trying to convince me I think maybe to have more sessions I don't know but telling me how successful it's been on clients of hers and I was like I don't care this is shit stop talking to me plus I needed to text some people and I was like you're interrupting my flow I yeah so I've got to be honest I don't I I don't think we were ever going to be able to come out of this and say this this is the shit right because they do recommend that you have a course of treatment and it's also designed to treat something specifically so but so again on that yeah she didn't ask me what I was there for no. So how does she know what she's treating specifically? And I know that it's your brain waves through this mapping thing is supposed to tell you what it's treating and then it's supposed to treat that. But I don't understand how this music knows when this brain wave means I don't know what. So it's basically think of it like, and this is how I understand it, the sensors on your brain are measuring your brain waves. So when your brain waves go to the computer and they're not in the desired state which she explained is that very linear line across the bottom Um, when they're not in that desired state the music stops or it pauses or it crackles it's kind of sounded like it was crackling and that that's the that's the operant conditioning part that's the punishment it's like if you want to listen to the music brain you need to get back in line you need to do what we want you to do and they know what your brain should do. It should be very straight and calm and you shouldn't have a lot of peaks and troughs. It should be this very calm line. So there was definitely, I mean, for the three minutes that I was awake, <clears throat> there was crackling the whole way through. Yeah. So that would suggest, if you believe this, that your brain is not in the desired state. Well, she did then show us our brain wave trajectory for this three 33 minutes of session so it maps your left and your right brain separately so the first thing it's doing is looking at your your logical brain and then it's also showing you your emotional brain and what she explained is you should you should see um a very non-oscillating line in the center of the screen um and we'll share these so I took some pictures of her screen because I asked, can we have a printout? And she was like, you can take a photograph. And I was like, okay. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she doesn't even send this information then. I don't think so. That's not very so. good, is it? So my brain, my left and my right brain are very much in sync with each other. Um, apart from towards the end where I seem to have had a bit of a, an episode. 
Um, and I'm very, very middle. Well, you look quite healthy by the standards that she was explaining. Yeah, so lots of lots of middle of the row, not a lot of... So basically your screen is just some lovely green lines uh, across a pink background. Yeah, the pink background, I think, is just the background. So if you look at yours in comparison, you've got... I mean, I look like I was actually having an episode the entire way through. Oh my God, that's quite scary to look at in comparison to yours. So my the waterfalls of my brain waves on both sides of my brain were between zero and 100, whereas the waterfalls of yours sort of sit between 40 and 60. So you've got a very smooth line between the 40 and 60 mark on this chart, and mine is a very oscillating line between zero and 100, with all sorts of colours ranging from blue to green to yellow to red. So red is bad. And this was the little chart that she explained. That I have a lot of red. And what she said from this, when she showed me mine, was she said, wow, this is very unusual for somebody who's coming for the first time. But if you came back next time, (laughs) we could dig in and you could see something completely different. No. So I was like, okay, I mean, I don't see how because you're not going to be digging in any more than you're digging in now. But I think this is the idea that emotions emerge and all that malarkey that she was telling us about. Right, okay. What she said of you was, you are evidently very stressed. Oh, yes, both emotionally and rationally. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't disagree. You know, I'm going through what is actually, like, I thought I was having fun, but the more I do it and the less I'm serious about my future and my life I guess the more the anxiety is creeping in but it's a transitional state she said that and that is actually true you're going through a massive transitional state from being in an incredibly stressful job where you are miserable and feel like crap to my time being my own to manage own and do what I will with it yeah Uh, No, that's true. That is true. But I think what the most shocking part was that I went in there thinking, A, this is bullshit. B, came out of there thinking, this is still bullshit. And I'm completely calm and fine. And I don't know what the point of this is. (laughs) So then seeing the results and being like, holy shit, I still don't buy into this. But maybe I do need to do something about whatever this anxiety is that my brain's suffering. Well, this is the weird thing. So to me, she was like, well, actually, it doesn't matter if your brain imaging looks very calm it's how you feel yeah and I just felt very tired afterwards and yeah to sleep well I felt relaxed but I think this is the this is my biggest problem with this really is if you put me on a bed in the dark play me some music make the room smell like a spa cover me in a blanket and fuck (laughs) off I'm always gonna feel relaxed I it's 30 minutes of my life where I didn't have to think about anything that stresses me the fuck out and again, I just got into a like breathing pattern and I just sort of zened out. I, I mean, I zened that. out to the point of zeds and yeah. just fell asleep. Yeah. She did say, I was like, oh, Mia slept. Is that actually an issue? And she went, no. And then she sort of said in a bit of a derogatory way, not derogatory, in a bit of a um, condescending. condescending way, your brain still works when you're sleeping. And, then <gasps> I, and I went, oh, yes, of course it does. <laughs> so that was nice. I mean, I still, I still think they're adorable. Oh, the people there? No, it's nothing against them. I just think that shit crazy. Yeah, this is not for me. I was really, really, really interested. And even after the research from last time, I watched a few more videos. 
And I do think that this has worked for some people. So whether that's really working or it's a placebo or it's just about taking, you know, fucking six hours out of your life to lie on a bed and chill out and think about some stuff. If it's giving you the results that you need to change the way that you feel about something, then fucking get on with it. I've got no issue with that. Yeah, no, you're right. If it works for people, then that's bloody brilliant. But if you took, if I took 30 minutes out of my life, 30 minutes a week, and went and lay on that bed and listened to that music and zen the fuck out, I would be a happier person. I know that completely because I don't make the time to do it. And it's only because you you would be telling me, go and lie on that bed and listen to this music, that I would be doing it. And that's fucking stupid because I can just get up in the morning 30 minutes earlier. No, because that's not finding the time in your day to do it. That's forcing yourself out of bed even earlier to yeah, do true. it. All right, well, I could just, you know, I could just fucking, like, break out at work. There's so many fucking empty offices now. I'll just go and sit in one of them. I mean, but, you know, you do have a lunch break. Yeah. Get a yoga mat, fucking sit on it. I mean, seriously, I feel like that would have the same benefits. What she said to me was, the lady who was actually the administrator of this, she said she she tried a lot of different therapies for herself, talking therapies, etc. And they helped her. But this was the game changer for her. This is what allowed her to to deal with her issues and actually be a happier and more confident person and that's that's great because if she found something that worked brilliant maybe this does work and I would definitely not say oh it's total bullshit because I still don't understand it and I'm not surprised that my brain comes out as fairly even because I feel like I feel fairly even well see that's that did surprise me because I feel like I am generally a fairly even kilted person that being said I was in a project meeting with somebody before before we came to this thing and therefore I was kind of in worrying you're like your brain was worrying yeah worrying sorry I thought you were correcting my grammar <laughs> no I was I'm like worrying yeah <laughs> no. I was like I'm sorry. sorry no that's not what I was saying because I don't speak properly um, it should be worrying worrying exactly so my brain was worrying and even to the point of going in I was still texting the other person about stuff that we need to get booked in you know because I'm traveling in in two days and on top of that you have got the added stress of being an unemployed person. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Not... I mean, that was my decision. But it, it is stressful in that, you know, you do worry about where, where's the money coming in from. Yeah. And on top of that, spending money to then work out if a project is going to work or not. But anyway, so I think, you know, that was definitely whirring in my mind right up to the very minute that I went in. And maybe that's why it was nice to have that little kip because mm. it meant that I could just <laughs> not think for five minutes. So I get that maybe that's why. I don't, I'm, I'd be intrigued to map my brainwaves again. Maybe, you know, mid-morning, post-gym, once, I've, once I'm at my, like, optimal. Yeah. To see if... To see if that has the same effect. I think this is what we talked about on the pre. It's about being able to validate results. So for me to believe this, I mean, there wasn't at no point where our entire brains mapped. And again, when you look online, some of these treatments, they map your entire brain. So you can see not just your uh, left and right brain, you can see all the various different parts of your brain and you're Mm -hmm. looking at different levels. That didn't happen for us. Uh. Um, And I would have liked to have received... Um, did she send you an email, though, did you say, with some information? Oh, yes. Oh, wait. I just got that. Let me see. There is an email that says, It's a pleasure to see you. Please find attached the information about what to expect after the session. Oh, okay. So, what should I pay 
What should I pay the attention to? That sounds like weird English. What should I pay the attention to after the neurooptimal brain training session? I'm saying neurooptimal. It's not actually. It's neurooptimal. Anyway, so what should I pay attention to? Those who have already visited the neurooptimal brain training know that after the sessions, we usually ask we usually ask to monitor themselves to pay attention to their daily routines, reactions. And very often we get the question, what exactly should I look for? So we've gathered the things you should pay a close attention to after your sessions. Sorry, I keep pausing when I think I've misread. Actually, <laughs> I haven't. It's just I'm just nauseously eating a strawberry in the background. Sorry. Um, that's okay. Go ahead. So how do you react in stressful situations? What happens with your physical body thoughts and emotions? What time and is it easy to fall asleep and get up in the morning? What's the quality of your sleep? What's your mood during the day? Did your appetite change? Maybe you're craving some special food, like some strawberries. And some fucking chocolate. I made you get chocolate. Oh, you did. You did. Which you didn't like or crave before, and you want to drink more water. <laughs> Never going to happen. That whole sentence is so I will be, to be honest, I will be interested to see how we sleep. When we went to the flotation tank, they did say, you're going to sleep so well tonight. And we both had the most fucking shocking night's sleep. Could it also be that you had a lot of work dramas going on and we had a lot of wine? Yeah, it could be. So for me, it was probably where I usually don't smoke. I had a lot of cigarettes with the wine. And I think that affected me. Yeah, to be fair. And I was working till what, two? But yeah. But to be yeah, fair, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'll take that back. Um, um, but, but who knows? Had, tonight we've had who no knows? wine. We've had, no, we've had tea. It's the wineless pod. So we will see. Um, anyway, what else can you look for? How's your physical body? Do you feel the pain from any past trauma or illness that's pushing you to change something? How's your head? Is it light, clear, full, dizzy, painful, foggy? Or completely normal. Anyway, the list goes on. There's, I don't know, about 25, 30 bullets so here. But it's not actually telling you things to pay close attention to. It's providing you additional things to look out for. Okay. Well, we can do that. I I mean, obviously, if we wake up tomorrow and we both feel like we can take on the world and win, we'll re-record this. But right now, I'm going to say, glad we tried it. No harm has been done to me that I know of. I had a really chilled out 30 minutes. You got a nap out of it. I got a nap out of it and that's about it really. There wasn't much (laughs) more... uh... Much more than that? No. Well, you know what? Neurofeedback? Done. Done.